Welcome in, welcome in, welcome once again to the newest edition of Three In, Three Out, the most unique Seahawks podcast out there. I'm your host, Clinton Bonner. Find me out on Twitter. Follow me out there too, at Clinton Bonn. And I'm joined by the one, the only, the great Brandon Schultz. Find him out on Twitter, at SeahawkersPod. Brandon, all right, so it's we've got a couple days now. The, the Thursday night thing, it led to a nice Sunday for me. I had a relaxing Sunday, and I enjoyed doing some family stuff, watching some football all day Sunday. It was a nice day with the, the, the Browns-Chargers game, the uh, the points fest that it was. And a couple days later after this, this I would say, bad Rams loss, no other way to put it, there's a few things that I want to say at the onset that if you're new to 3-3 three and three out, we're going to get into the into the nooks, into the crannies, into the micro moments. There's a couple of big things that like, if we don't talk about them, I think people will be like, well, how could you not say something about these things? So I got a couple to rattle I, off to I you. I do feel like there was something very significant that happened in that game against the Rams on Thursday, and I can't quite put my middle finger on it. <laughs> well, let's let's start with with some of the some of the bad, right? Just very quickly. Number one, this got swept under the carpet. It's not we'll get to Russ. Number one, D. Eskridge IR. After after all that time, it just kind of comes out before the game that hits the IR and gets it just gets buried. I'm like. Oh man, that's bad news. That is bad news for our offense. So like that was that was the first thing for me was we've been calling for that kind of type of player uh since last year and we're not going to have him for a while still Brandon. So that 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 one stood out to me. Any feelings on when you saw the D news before the game started? I well, I was almost prepared for it in a way just based off of the way Pete was talking about it earlier in the week about yeah. you know, how he was having trouble recovering and i i went back to our conversation because it was not just the d news but then it was because we we're talking about oh well you you want d against the rams but you also want your tight end gerald everett yeah. too yeah. and then the news coming out throughout the week was so weird for that when they were waiting for another negative test and pete's like well he's tested negative all kinds of times although yeah. it's not specifically negative with the right, correct test. And it wasn't the threshold of the kind of negative that they needed for him to play on Thursday. Holy smokes. Uh, yeah. That was a mess. Nothing like a bunch of arbitrary stuff to keep a player off the field. Right. It's what it boils down to. I know somebody makes a call and that's, that's the health thing. And away we go. Uh, it's, but it's just at the end of the day, it's, it's, it is, it is all arbitrary because we don't freaking know much. Um, and it stunk to not have Everett there too. So that was, so you didn't was, have either of those guys and they still should have beat this Rams team. Oh, and, 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 and actually handily at, at some point. And then the other, there's two others. I, okay. The rust thing, obviously rust breaking is, well, you know, the tendon snap, bad, bad, bad. I think we'll see the dude after, after the, uh, the buy, the whole thing is, we would be in it at that point. And we could talk about that later. That's, I mean, not to bury that, but everybody's talking about Russ and we're not going to talk too much, but we got to recognize that. The other thing for me is like, I'm not going to talk much about this because like everyone's talking about scheme, but to not see Ryan Neal play more than six defensive snaps after what we saw the week previous, it was just mind boggling, man. It just, it just literally boggled the mind, Brandon. I didn't know how to process that. It wasn't like I could break it down into one play or series of plays. It was just that their dudes were constantly open over the middle. And that that crap didn't happen when Ryan Neal played the week previous. Yeah, Ryan Neal. And then you saw uh, Jamal Adams getting beat a couple times pretty significantly. So between Jamal and I, I just don't understand how they ran the scheme against the 49ers offense and yeah. went, 
yeah, that worked pretty well. Let's not do that again this week. Yeah, though. Let's never, let's, let's never do that again. Let's not do that again. And one of the things I had written down, I was like, oh, I'm not going to talk about that as an out. The first quarter of the game, basically people are like, Oh, we shut them down for a full half. We didn't really, we shut them down for about a quarter when we were playing what seemed to be a lot more like man press, or at the very least, we were way up on the line of scrimmage. And then, I don't know why, all of a sudden, we, we, we were off again. So by the time the second quarter rolled around, the, the play that ended in the, uh, the Diggs interception, that drive, that wasn't a good drive defensively. No. That was not a good drive. We played, again, it's like we played a good quarter. We kind of got lucky for a quarter. Um, and we just started playing off, off the friggin' line of scrimmage. And it just... It just didn't add up to me. So that was some of the stuff that I'm like, we're not even going to get into that, but that stuff really was like mind boggling on the other side of stuff that we won't talk about, but was good, man. Our, our old line played well, our old line, especially pass protection. Yeah. The old line held their own, but also we had Lockett and Metcalf. They both played awesome. I know Lockett's line of five for 10 doesn't look awesome. Okay, cool. Called back, ticky tack, uh, holding penalty, uh, penalty, touchdown. That to go up fourteen to three, huge, huge change. Pi and down the field. The two pis. The two, yeah. the two pis. Another another one where he's wide open, where Russ, you know, mangled his finger. Um, when you get your two studs playing at that kind of level, it's it's frustrating. Those are games we would typically win. Um, yeah, and that's, and the last thing I want to say about all this is, in general, I was like, this team, even after this loss still feels way more like a contender than a pretender. Still, still, this is, I watched a lot of football on Sunday. I saw a lot of bad teams. Then I saw a lot of good teams or teams that they think are really good that aren't quite that good. You know, the Rams are not that good. They're, they're, they're paper tigers on defense. The Cardinals are 5-0. and They ain't that good. There's a couple of elite teams. I don't even think, I don't even think they're in the NFC, to be honest. So, that was my my gleanings, at least. So it's like, yeah, the game stunk. I still think we're, I mean, I might be an optimist. Maybe we'll talk about it. But I think we're in an okay position to still still make a, a good run of this season, Brandon. Okay-ish. Yeah, it's going to be tough <laughs> without your quarterback for the next three weeks. But Or, or longer or shorter. I, who knows? Who knows exactly yeah. how long Russell Wilson's going to be out? Because I don't think anybody has the answer to that. I know exactly how long Russell Wilson's going to be out. He's going to be out the three weeks. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to go two and one, maybe three and oh, we're going to hit the bye week. He'll be back. He'll be back for week 10. He will be back. So that's, that's, I just, you know, that mama Cleo is foreseeing these things. Now we got to get to this Rams game. We got some ins, we got some outs. We don't win. Got to start with an out. Let's get there. What do you say? All right, so I'm going to just encapsulate this one because a lot of these things sometimes bundled up for me. It's just the idea that we get done with the half and it's seven to three and you can, you can put blame in a lot of places. Myers has got to make a chip shot. He's got to have that happen. The bigger glaring thing for me, Brandon, is that the first two drives, we walk away with zero points. And, and usually I'm the kick the field goal, punt the ball kind of guy, take the points. I was okay. Like, number one, I really wanted us to go for that first fourth and three. That, yeah. it's, the game started off. We shut them down. We get the ball back. We're looking good. We're moving the ball. And we're punting from their 43 again. Really dislike that. The bigger one for me, the second drive through, we're at second and six. Now we're on the 33-yard line. We, you know, we stop them and get the ball back again. 
and Russ runs a read option and hands it to Collins. Russ, we talk about this a lot. At some point, we want our quarterback to keep keep a friggin' read option. If you go back and watch that play, he's got Lockett and Metcalf on the left-hand side, only Floyd out there. Floyd's on Metcalf. That's it. And then other people, other people are way back, 10 yards back, you know, 12 yards back and to the side. Russ could have cakewalked for six, seven yards and slid, hands it off, and that's and then and then it's the the draw to DJ Dallas, which that was on third down. Yeah. I want I wanted to throw something through the TV then. And then the, the, the you know the play to Collins where he gets swallowed up by by Donald's side there, just the the the, the poor succession of plays there. It's just getting zero points with the first two drives where we had good flow, just really really set the stage for this game to be game to go the way it went. Just like oh we could have won that game very easily. I think the biggest thing was you had explosive plays on both those drives and you came yes. up with nothing because you had the the throw to Lockett for 25 on the first drive on the second one. It was the throw to Metcalf. And then you run it four straight times, which like you said, if, if Russ just keeps it, then maybe you're not running four straight times because he's picking up the first down rather than Alex Collins coming up just short of getting the first down. But it, it was very tough to see the, the offense get those big plays and then have nothing to show for it. And I think that's really what led Carroll maybe to go for it then on that fourth and two but man, I, I don't really like the, the idea of running there again after you ran it three straight times. I was okay with going for it. I really was. And again, I wanted, wanted them to go for it on the first drive, but the execution was really bad. And it's, and I know it's like, Hey, it's going to be tough to pin some things on Russ, but at, at, in a game where he busts his finger and otherwise, you know, played pretty well. I just want that dude to rip one down. Like you go watch, I know, I know it's a younger, you know, it's, it's seven years earlier in, in his career, six years earlier. But you go watch Josh Allen, and I know they're different types of quarterbacks, but the ability to rip one down and keep it and still be smart, like not take big hits. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So we're starting this show with an out for Russell Wilson in the game that he got injured? It, well, you know what? I could put it on the, the, the whole series if that, if that offends you, if that offends you, right? So, And you know what? He's got to keep the ball every now and again. We're going to, we're going to talk more Russ. We're going to talk more Russ on the outside of the column in this very show. So yes, we are, but let's get to it. Don't, I mean, there's, don't there's try to defend things. yourself. Don't, don't even try this. <laughs> that's unacceptable soldier. All right. So there were some great things again. This was like, okay, and I'm going to start with a beautiful bookend. Our first defensive drive and our last defensive drive. And I want to put, you know, the last, Time the defense was on the field besides the uh, the gimme field goal after the interception after what really ought to have been a PI against Lockett. He was clipped. That was a PI. Totally get why they don't call it. If you're depending on the refs to win you a game, you know, bad, bad strategy. They may, they, maybe the way, they, they just didn't see it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it, and it was a PI, but they didn't see it. And that's, that's that. The way the game started, man, first drive with pressing against these dudes, like for, like the first play of the game, you got Ugo Amadi blowing up a wide receiver screen. And like later, a third and six, they had they got a first down that first time. Third and six, they get they're back to press. They get some good pressure, just enough to like throw Stafford's timing off. And that's when he sails it over Cup's head, which Stafford didn't play great. I know he banged his thumb late, uh, you know, his finger later also. Well, a lot of those great. early stops were because he was just off on throwing the ball. And I think it's because we had a little bit of pressure and we had and we may be doing some things with the press covers that 
where he wasn't expecting. You know, he wasn't, he was waiting for zone, which when he got that, he freaking chewed it apart. But I will, this isn't in the last drive. We had that really nice play by Dunlap, right? Where he kind of gets, he busts down the left-hand side, gets his big paw in it also. And they get the ball back with 240 or whatever, 230 to go. So as much as some of the middle of the game was frustrating, and it was, there were elements of really, really good defensive play. And to throw the you know baby out with the bathwater doesn't do it justice where it's like, you know, we saw some good plays by Blair this week. We saw some good plays by Amadi this week. We saw a great play by Dunlap, who has a knack for the big play when it matters. Did that a lot second half of last year. So I want to give the end to the way we started and the way we finished on defense was actually rather good. We had a chance to win this game, didn't come up with it, but you know, for the most part, the D besides the middle actually kept the team in a position that they could win the damn game. Yeah, it it really was a winnable game for this team. It was, um, and really in the, in that fourth quarter, it was that 33 yard pass to cup. That was one of their, you know, really deep shots apart from the one to Deshaun Jackson, where they yeah. blew that one up. But yeah, I, I think the defense ultimately, even with the mistakes played well to give this team a chance to win. And so that's why I'm frustrated by it, because even with Geno Smith, the way he was driving the ball, if you don't, if that P.I. doesn't happen, I just I can't help but wonder how that game goes if he's able to put together another consistent drive and I, I sure would have liked to see it, you know, end differently rather than just a, you know, lock it falling down in an INT just to even see, uh, you know, them cross the yes. field and end, you know, on a four down th- you know, type of thing. I, I would have rather seen that than see it, uh, the offense stop the way it was stopped. Yeah. It ended, it ended anticlimatically with, with the beautiful build that was there for it to, to, to build that way. It just kind of like just deflated so quickly with that. And that's, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And schematically having, again, this is like the stuff we're not going to talk about the nitty gritty, but having Jordan Brooks try to cover Robert Woods over the middle, (laughs) all game was a bad idea. It's like, that's back to Neil. It's like, where are our faster guys? So we're not putting a second year linebacker on a dude who's clearly abusing something. And they're like, they're like, well, well you know, and I see lots of pundits. Well, the Rams adjusted. The Seahawks didn't. Yes, they did adjust, but they adjusted in the second quarter. This is not something that's, that's what I was saying earlier. It didn't start in the third quarter. They started hitting woods, like really, really looking at him. And that big drive that ended in that, uh, the Diggs interception, it, it's just abusing the middle of the field. It was, it started early. They should have adjusted at halftime and said, this ain't working. And that's what they were doing in the game against the Niners. They were protecting the middle of the field. Exactly. And they just completely inverted that for some reason. And when asked about it, about like, why didn't Neil play to get the answer of it wasn't in the game plan. It's just unacceptable. It's just, it's not, it's not good enough. Okay. So wait, wait, we're on an in. Remind me, are we on an in for the defense? (laughs) I think we're on an in. Jeez, we were. So like, hit the button. We got another out to get. Sheesh. So this is drive one of quarter number three. So we're at the 49-yard line, about 12.33 to go, 7-3 Seahawks. Second and 10. I like the play. The play call right before it was a little immediate try to uh, Parkinson. Yep with the one that, that gets batted down. I like that. First and 10, you're at midfield. 
you try something with a little momentum. If it hits, he's probably gashing for six, seven yards and you're getting into a really good area. Hey, it gets, it gets batted down. You know, stuff happens. The next play, I mean, this is, I hate to be so critical of, of Russell Carrington Wilson, man. The next play, Russ takes a sack where he holds the ball for over seven seconds. Yeah. And we go from second and 10 and it goes to, I think, second and third and, oh yeah, no, yeah, third and 22, right? There's a 12 yard sack where Russ, I know he does these things. I get it. We've seen him get out of it so many times. It's just not it, it, where we were on the field and the, the sense of living to play the next play. So maybe if you go get five, six, seven yards, you're in four down territory. You might not be punting. Maybe you are, maybe you're not, but you're very crossed. You know, you're very, you're at the 49 already. It's hate to pile on Russ on this. Yeah, game, hold man, on. But Our, this is the second yes. out. It's, it's the, it's the first out round. went to he, Russ. Uh, he shared the he shares the first one. This one, this one's all him. He's got to get rid of the friggin' ball. It's, first it's out goes just... to Russ. The second out goes to Russ. Are we gonna make this? Are we gonna make this a hat trick on the show? I promise you. I promise you. The third one does not. And and you know, I I am not one to beat down on our quarterback. I'm certainly not not one to kick somebody where they're down. The dude's a warrior. I freaking love Russell Wilson. He will be back. He, he's got to throw the friggin' ball. He's got to get rid of that ball. You can't. Make it third and twenty-two. Can't do it. Right. Yeah. It's. Uh, it was one of those plays where you say get rid of the ball like three times. Right. <laughs> that's that's way too many. It's just one thing if you get you get pressured right away or you get blindsided. Those things happen totally. But like you said, it was it was probably three times where it was like, all right, dude, just roll out and get rid of it. Okay, dude, just okay, dude, just just get rid of it. Um, it never happened. Just throw dude. the ball. Throw it away. Nobody's open. Throw it away. Yeah. So, so that one, you know, I, I don't want to pile on the man, but that's, that's yeah, an You don't want to pile just... on him, but, but that's what you're doing. All right. So this is a pretty quick in. We talked about the, you know, missing D Eskridge earlier and where that speed would go. I want to call something out here that zero, zero game quarter two, 1040 to go. And we see, we see number 19 come in motion. And gets a little pop pass. And boy, oh boy, if he wasn't doing his bestie Eskridge, I don't know what Penny Hart was doing, but he looked he looked damn good on that play. I know it's a play, and that's also a bit frustrating. It's like maybe a little bit more Penny Hart would have been would have been nice to see. But I'm trying to balance out the idea that. So the second in slash third out goes to Russell Wilson for not hitting Penny Hart (laughs) enough on pop passes. No, that's not it. I I don't know the know what. The designing plus I didn't really didn't see Penny Hart out there all that often, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna I get the joke, but I'm not I'm not <laughs> in on it. Um, but I like, but hey, that was the Metcalf touchdown drive, and you know it, it was it was the point where we, we really should have been at that point. We should have been up at least ten nothing if we if we take the three, or maybe even fourteen nothing if we completed one of those first two drives. You know, it, great drive and it, it's seven nothing. But just seeing Penny Hart out there with that kind of speed, I was like, ooh, he could play that part at least partially. And, uh, I want to see more of that. So it was just a, a little sprig, if you will, of hope that I want to see more of that. And maybe, maybe Hart can get the two to three touches a game that we thought Eskridge was going to get. Yeah. I would like to see more of that. That was a, a pleasant surprise to me when Penny Hart caught that pass and the way he turned up field and was going North and South. It was, wow, this guy, this guy's quick. He looked really quick. And again, I, I know it's our play that we're putting in a vacuum, but you can't teach speed. He looked really, really quick there, Brandon. So I'm just hopeful that 
we get a little bit more of that. And, uh, and I have no idea if the Duke could return kicks, but I'm, you know, I'm not getting off of that train anytime soon. DJ Dallas is okay, but I mean, let's get a guy back there that who can take it to the house. And I think Penny Hart can. Let's do it. All right, we're back in outs, huh? All right. All right. We're back on outs. I, I had to end that today. one shortly just because I, I didn't want you to, you know, you tried to turn it into an out with regard <laughs> yeah. to the kick returning, but I, I just didn't want it to go any farther. This is after you tried to turn it into a third out for Russ, but I, you know, that, that's, it's okay. It's all, it's all good. This one's a legit out and it's not about Russ. Okay. So it's quarter three. Now it's nine to seven. It's about nine 30 to go in the third quarter. And this is after, so they make it nine, seven, Matt Gay misses an extra point and kicks the ball out of bounds. Uh, so we get the ball to 40. Yeah. So the thing that I was so hopeful on, and you brought it up earlier was our first down plays, like like first play of drives were awesome. Go back, first play of the game is that 20-something yards to lock it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had they had that wheel, the wheel route to DJ Dallas that was like 20-something yards, a different drive. There was a Metcalf play that that went up big at one point, first drive of the game. So this time it's a we do a toss, a toss sweep to, to Collins. Yeah. Where Russell Wilson checked out of a play. And then decided to run the football. I, I, I actually I, I don't was, know. I if was he like, did he? I was like, oh no. I was like, I hope not. I, I don't know that. I hope he didn't. Um, just, I just really, it was deflating. We could see the game starting to slip away where we're like, we should have been up at halftime. The Rams come out. Actually, we come out. We don't do what we could go do uh, with the ball. They get the ball back, they score. And then our first play, with the ball back is, is a four, four yard lo- loss to Collins, man. If you go back and watch some of these, these first down, whether it's play action or not, just things that were open and really hitting and really setting the tone for, for what would have been, or should have been point producing drives. He, we got away from it. We got, and, and, and it just seemed to me like it was the wrong, the wrong, the wrong time to check out of something that was clearly working. If the Rams did something very, very well, it was they kept going back to what was working. So for us to check out of that at that moment, um, hated it. And then the very next play is is the play where Russ, you know, break, you know, basically destroys his middle finger right. and he gets he gets Donald. Um, so that was that one just stuck with me as I wanted us to get back to play action and move the move the ball, get the 15 yard, 18 yard try because they were working. They were there to be had. And we, we just took it away from ourselves. Apart from the fact that Russ got hurt on that particular drive, it was a, yeah. it was a deflating drive anyway, because like you mentioned, you, you want them to come out, get points after the start of the third quarter. Then the Rams come back. You get the gift of the missed extra point. You get the gift of them kicking the ball out of bounds. Two gifts. And then gifts. everything blows up right there. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I realize hey, you're going to call stuff and you want to try, you know, you're going to, I realize you, you, you can't, well, actually, I don't realize. I'm saying like you can't go back to the well, but but I just I watched I watched the Rams do that over and over and over again. Like it was it was working. It was there for the taking. So I don't have Colin, and Collins is more of your up the middle type of guy anyway. Great, I, no, great point. We had not, um, and maybe that was just partially it. We had not tried to stretch the field, you know, horizontally with the run game when we were having success. Really on both sides, when we were having success was. The little traps and the things, the, tw- the things between the guards where you could bounce it outside if you want to. Um, and it wasn't like we were running the ball amazingly well. However, it was, you know, enough, yeah, enough balance right. that we could run it when we wanted to, 
And we saw a couple of nice runs, like right through the guards, which again, I thought the offensive line played pretty, pretty damn good game. Like they played okay. So I just, <laughs> getting it out wide and, and then, and just, just watching it collapse so quickly, it was very frustrating. And, you know, I don't know how players feel. I know like Russ is always going to stay neutral and all that, but in, in my home, I'm just starting to sink back into the couch and be like, if we don't convert here, this game could get, you know, this game can get ugly pretty quick if we got to punt the ball away. And unfortunately, it's pretty much what happened. All right. All right. We got one more, one more in, one more in. Okay. We get to close with an in. Yeah, Let's do, do our do, best we... to not turn this final in yeah. into a sixth out. I think it'll be easy. I think sixth out. Yeah, I think you're right. At least six, maybe seven at this point. Yeah. Um, I think this will be easy because third and one, Q, seven, yeah, seven, nothing, 130 to go. And the Rams have a, have a real nice long drive going. And who do we see come shooting through the gap? Who I thought played a pretty darn good game for a, Big tackle for a loss that makes him kick the field goal there and make it seven to three. It's all thigh arms, Brandon. All thigh arms. And just celebrating like I thought he played a pretty darn good game up the gut. Um, I saw some other issues. Obviously, the Rams ran the ball fairly well, but keeping it positive, keeping it with thigh arms. This was just another one where it's like, okay, they had a good drive and they're only walking away with three. Let's go. And this was with a minute 30 to go. Let's go put the pedal to the metal. At least, at least go get three. And that's, again, we had the locket, you know, touchdown call back and the Myers miss. But keeping it positive, <laughs> old thigh arms, kept them to a field goal, almost single-handedly, beautiful third and one, tackle for a loss. Anytime we get to celebrate that man, I'm going to celebrate Al Woods, the man. You know, really, in terms of defensive line, the, the pass pressure wasn't all that great. There wasn't spots, no. but... Um, I mean, Puna Ford, I thought he had a good game. Marquise Blair, uh, to go outside of the defensive line. I thought he had a solid game and, uh, eyebrows, Rasheem Green. I thought he had a pretty good game. Five tackles on the day. Pass pressure. It could have been a little bit better. I think Puna, uh, beat everybody. Oh no. Total pressures. Daryl Taylor had the most. Get this in a great sack and the great sack. Now how I'm, I look at the pro football focus stats. How is a sack not a tackle? Because it shows it shows Daryl Taylor leading the team in missed tackle percentage, missing 100% of his tackles. Well, that, that doesn't add up. <laughs> that, that doesn't add up when one of those tackles was a sack. Yeah. The bottom line for him is his, his glory numbers are what they are, right? Four sacks in five professional games. That's pretty damn good. Um, he's not fully consistent yet and whatever. You know, if we're trying to say like, this is the next Frank Clark, all right, well, Frank Clark's first year, what did he have? Five and a half sacks? Yeah. Like three I, you and know, half it, sacks? it reminds me a little bit more of Bruce Irvin's first year because he well, had, he had eight, like right? eight sacks his yeah. rookie year, but consistently on the field. And he wasn't, you didn't, although he hit eight, it wasn't like, oh, he's always out there and, you know, just giving the defensive line or offensive line trouble. I kind of agree that that's what we're seeing right now from Taylor and his moments where he flashes, he flashes, you know, like his sacks have not been that sack. That was, that could, could, could easily be an in. He, you know, is just, just bulldozing. It's him. And I think it's, it might've been green at the same time. Someone else is coming with him. Might be Collier. Actually. I think it is Collier. Just they're both mowing their guys back. 
And it is, it is a yeoman's work sack. He just pushes the dude right back into Stafford and Stafford can't go anywhere. It's just a pure brute strength. And we've seen a, like a nice mix of whether it's spin move or like a juke inside or, or the bend around the edge from Taylor. And now this was just a pure, I am a stronger human being than you and there's nothing you could do about it, sack. And I, I just, I hope, I hope that defensively we can just get more consistent. I know we've been talking about that all year. That's the theme, but we're ending on an end. Let's stay with the good stuff. We got the from the flock section and we will, we will hop on over to that right now. All right, so from the flock is this awesome, awesome thing we do where we gather the ins and the outs and the vibe of the game from you, the fans out there that partake in many different ways that you can partake. And I always like to call Brandon in to make sure that you know, the new listener, how the heck can you get involved so that you can be part of the reindeer games and increase the hawk growth. Brandon, do your thing. Yeah, if you want to join us, you can go to patreon.com slash flock. And we have a discord group where we gather on game day. And we have all kinds of different places where you can leave your three in, three out comments. You can chat with us during game day. It is the place to be when the Seahawks are playing football. Patreon.com slash flock. Very nice. And there's lots of ways, you know, hit us up on, on Twitter. Join join the flock and, and join the Seahawkers pod ring of honor. Or for, a, I think, three bucks a month, get involved in the Discord. So for the game day chats and all that. So we have a whole uh, a whole mixed bag here of some folks hitting us out on Facebook, some on Twitter, some on Discord, and some other some other uh, more seedy methods that we, we won't talk about on the air. So the first one, if you're I got cool enough, we'll car give you car. our personal phone number, and you know you can just hit <laughs> us up by by phone. Yeah, slide into our DMs the the whole thing already, right? Um, and so we got this one from Car Car K A R K A R in the Discord. I'm not. This was not done intentionally. This is unintentional. But the first out. <laughs> They gave to Russ for that interception following the nice INT. This one to me is like, all right, Russ has, that was his first interception of the year, had not thrown one yet. Uh, that was a good like, play. You know, that, you know, that was a Jalen Ramsey good play. It looked like he forced the ball a little bit. And guess what? Uh, Ramsey made he, Okay. Ramsey yes. Made it's nice Russell play. Wilson's fault for forcing the football. A fifth out for Russ in this show. <laughs> It's, it's, it's okay. Heal up quickly, Russ. I am not going to be the one that's like, we're better with Geno Smith. I'm just looking forward to watch Geno Smith hopefully win a few games. You come on, get healthy, Russ, and you come on back. Speaking of Geno Smith, Kenneth Reyes comes in. Well, he gives an out to Jamal Adams for his coverage skills, but an in to Geno Smith and his ability to lead the offense on a 98-yard touchdown drive. And there, there were some fun moments in this game, and I'm sure we'll probably get to another one in from the flock, but his 98-yard drive, that was fun. Like Hearing the crowd chant, Geno. I didn't expect that. It, no, it, it it was it was it was fun. You know, after the game, I, I sent out a tweet saying something like, you know, what if something around the lines of like around around the idea of what if this team becomes like exceptionally fun to cheer for this year? Because that is a very potential outcome where we we hang and then we get our we get our hero back. Right? Everybody likes a comeback story. Can Gino, you know, just just hold us over for a few weeks and, and we'll see. One thing I want to say quickly, Brandon, about the Adams coverage skills. Yeah, there were some, there were some things. The one that was the, the Deshaun Jackson one, I just I know people are up in arms about that one. To me, I was like, I didn't see it that way for that particular play. And there's two reasons why. Number one, it's Deshaun Jackson. Like the dude is like the think about like the number one burner of burners the last decade plus of football. 
And he's easily in the top five of guys that like you just don't want him to get behind you. And the other part for me was Adams turned and sprinted to the area that ought to have been where the ball was if it was even a decent ball. And it wasn't. It was badly underthrown. So it's like, I just, I, I saw other stuff you could pick on about Jamal. Oh, yeah. No, I did I, not think I that was more one was offended really... by the the touchdown to the tight end with Jamal than I was that particular play with Jamal. Cause I, I felt like he was probably making up for a Sidney Jones mistake more than he was out of position himself. I thought so. And and to the tight end piece, going back to the Ryan Neal, like where the heck is Ryan Neal? We talked about this. We're like, hey, let's we literally on the what if show, which which we put out every single week. And I hope everybody could go, you know, go listen to the Steelers one we'll put out this week. But we were like, you know, hey, whatever you did last week with that game plan, don't now don't take it away because it's not Kittle. Like other teams have tight ends too. Other teams will use the middle of the field also. Unfortunately, it's exactly what we saw, which leads us right to Josh DeHuman in the Discord. He write, he writes out Brooks on blown coverage. He does give the in to Diggs's uh, good little interception, which is probably a bad play by Stafford. In fact, it is a bad play by Stafford. But the Brooks on blown coverage, this listen, Jordan Brooks has not looked great. And I could I am like a hey, that's scheming and putting your linebacker on high quality wide receivers and expecting good results. John Ryan's face comes in on the Discord, says, out, second half collapses. And I remember a time, Clinton, when the Seahawks were undefeated at home when they go into halftime up by four mm. points. And I don't think that this has anything to do with, with Russ getting injured. or I, I think it speaks more to the team's ability to make adjustments or not adjust in the second half. And that they've now lost... It, since. I think going back just the last two years now, they've lost four yep. games after being up by four going into halftime. I am, you know, at, at this point, I am not one to rush like, oh, we got to fire this coach. We've got to make this change. But for me, I, I started getting vocal last week about, you know, Ken Norton, like making a mid-season change makes sense. Um, we'll see. You know, I understand all the reasons they wouldn't do that and all the the time that, that you know, Ken Norton spent with, with, uh, with Pete. I get it. And yet, you can only have the worst defense in football statistically for so long before somebody's head's going to roll. And by the way, it ain't going to be Pete's head. Pete's head ain't going to roll. It'll be somebody else's. And, and that guy is the culprit. He's, he's the, he's the mark. Um, so I'm still not, <laughs> still not giving up. I don't want that to happen. I'd rather just see them get good. Um, <laughs> but if they don't, you know, I, I think he's on the chopping block. I really do. We had Hong Kong Hawk come in, of course, all the way from Hong Kong in the discord. He gave an updated Seahawks QB rankings. He says, in, he says, our number one quarterback is still Russell Wilson, but he moved, he moved Geno Smith up to number two and dropped injured Russell Wilson down to number three because injured Russ had been a really good backup quarterback for healthy Russ for the last decade. Yeah. Geno Smith now moving up to number two. He, I, I did like what I saw from Geno out there. Oh, yeah. Schmick came in at Mickey Swank on Twitter out. Allowing three checkdowns in a row on this drive for two first downs to let them into field goal range at the two minute warning. Yeah, must have been you know at, as the as the half eclipsed, right. uh, and that's okay. There, there were those checkdowns, and at seven to nothing, and to hold them to seven to three, we talked about the play from thigh arms. Kerry Hyder had a big tackle for a loss earlier in the se uh, series as well. You know, hey. If you say we kept the Rams to three points at halftime, 
okay. Any day of the week, especially when it should have been 14 to three or 10 to three, or maybe even 17 to three should have been a blowout. Just wasn't what just wasn't how it broke. And we have Bailey out on Twitter. She goes, I don't know if it works like this, but I want to get it in for number 31 on the Rams, taking a 35 yard PI to set D to set up DK for the TD. <laughs> so sure. Why not? This is, this is your show Bailey. So I think 31 was the younger guy. It was he the rookie who came in. I, I don't know the Rams all that well, but I know there was a lot of talk about a younger mm. uh, DB, but you know, I just want to spin this back to our top players, Lockett and, and Metcalf. They had basically whatever they wanted. They they did what they wanted out there. And, uh, and usually we don't lose those games. So there you go. Robert Rochelle in your rookie season, you get you get an out. Or wait, an in. An in? An in, yeah. Because it's <laughs> it did. for doing it's the like penalty an honorary thing. in. Yeah, it's honorary. It's very it's confusing. Nice. Kyle McDonald <laughs> with the in says, so dang nice to see a quarterback take what the defense gives him. Way to go, Gino. Specifically, I want to say it is nice to see the middle of the field and the folks like number 89, Will Disley, you know, getting involved in the offense when a different quarterback took took the reins. That's as far as I'm going to go with it. Uh, Gino's got a job to do over the next at least three weeks, and we need him to be efficient and help us win some ball games. So if that's something, if that's a consequence of it, then so be it. I'm into it. We got another one from Schmick. He says, out, maybe the worst fourth down decision and play call I've ever seen. And we know he's talking about the Collins run basically right into the uh, the waiting arms of Aaron Donald on that fourth down play. Bailey's back in, says, I got a new out for Adams this time. Got to get your head around there. And at least it's a pass breakup. Instead, it goes for 68, a call back to that Deshaun Jackson play. Yeah, we talked about that one. So I have I have a different take, and that's okay. We got Frost in the Discord. He goes, Gino coming off the bench to lead a touchdown drive isn't easy. He's right, that ain't easy, especially from the two from yard the two line. Two yard line. Wow. Made it look good though. Yeah. Design Pete's Beach House from the Discord, learning that Shane Waldron's playbook actually works, and that's not the issue. So there's a little bit of shade. I mean, like at least at least what I'm saying, I'm coming out and blaming Russ <laughs> on some plays. This is just this is some Russ shade right here, right? Um, the play that I certainly can point to, besides the Will Disley, you probably know it. I'll I'll even lay it up there for you. Besides the Will Disley hit over the middle, what other play looked really good with Gino running it that we just don't see often with they, Russ? They they successfully ran a screenplay with Gino Smith <laughs> as the quarterback. It, it was ran great. I mean, it, it it looked it looked it just you know what it looked like? It looked on time, and that's what screens have to do to be successful. That's the amount of shade we're going to throw. That's it. No more shade. We do have beast mode, Christopher, all the way from Germany. He goes out to Adams and Jones. Look really stupid on that big play. At least he's given the, the, the nod that Jones probably let, you know, Deshaun just blow by him and Adams had to take some, uh, uh, some decisive action. Clemson pepper with you on that first punt out punting in plus territory on fourth and three. And we can always count on pepper to let us know when the Seahawks should not be punting. Yeah, and Pepper is definitely part of the, the the Never Kick fan club. And maybe a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I just disagree with you. I, you know, it's it's not like I'm changing my mind. It's but in the moments, I'm like, man, we 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 have got to assert ourselves, and and we didn't. So Clemson, Mr. Pepper, on that one, you're right. All right, we got we got J Scott AZ12. I did it out not being able to avoid Buck and Aikman. Yeah, he even tried the Amazon stream and he still got bucked. Oh, no. 
Josh DeHuman in Blair on the tackle for loss. And yes, Blair, Blair had his moments in this game. And that was it was nice. I, I want to see more Blair. Yeah, like I said, we saw we saw Blair be effective. We saw Ugo at least early. Now, could we just get a little Neil out there? Can we get can we can we get the guys flying around the ball? You know, Neil actually had a nice play in the game. It was a block on the Freddie Swain um, return that actually went for a couple of good yards. And Neil had a great block on on that particular on that particular punt, you know, punt return. So I, w- I want more of that. Hopefully we get that. Right, we're going to end with one more here. We got Kevin Dietrich in the Seahawkers pod ring of honor. I like these two ends. We're going to end on some ends. He gives an end to Radigan on special teams. He made a couple of great plays. Radigan might have saved a bunch of yards on, on one punt return. I think it was third quarter also or kickoff. Eclipse, eclipse the, the heels of Tutu Atwell at some point and probably saved a good 20, 30 yards and maybe more because Tutu does have that, that one break ability that we keep asking for in our kickoff returners. He has one more in. We didn't talk about it all game. Got to save the best for last. Just He's just talking about the Dixon play, the whole the deflection, the spinning ball, the picking it up, the scoop, the the the, the repunt of the second punt. And what a just a I mean, it's it was kind of sad that the world wanted to talk about that while we were like, oh yeah, and other things kind of sucked. But at least the world was talking about a great play by our Aussie punter, and it was an awesome play. So great end, I think, to end it there, Kevin. Anything you got on the uh the beautiful, you know, play by play by our 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 punter there that was a fun play and it was probably one of the highlights from the game we did here you know just because it was a so it was so much of a memorable play i think we we did get to hear about it in in so many different places my my only disappointment was that there were some places where i was listening about to the commentary about this play trying to find a way to take this play out of the game in the future and this stuff like this just never happens. So why do we need to come up with a rule that would make whatever happened in that play illegal? It, it, it's nonsense. Yeah. Dumb people doing dumb things with their time, right? That that's uh, that that's forever forever a human story, unfortunately. However, we're not doing dumb stuff with our time. We do have to wrap it up, Brandon. We will have what if this week. Listen, we got prime time. We're back in we're back in prime time again. We got to go to Pittsburgh. We got a three game run here before the bye week. Bottom line is we have got to go at least two and one to stay 500. It's going to be on Gino for a lot of the part and our defense. Can we do it? That'll be the big thing to watch. And we got to get fired up and bring the noise and walk into the Steel City and walk out of there with a W. Got to do it. And with that, there's only one thing left to say. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.